SheQuest podcast is heart-opening dialogues for self-identified women on a SheQuest, a movement moving forward, striving to live aware, bold, and whole. Welcome. Ah, to be like a tree with all its bent and unbent places, a whole and holy thing from its topmost twigs to the deepest taproot to all the good and graceful space between. Carrie Newcomer. Hi, SheQuest. Welcome to SheQuest Solo Show on the start of a brand new month and a brand new decade here at SheQuest. It's so insane to think that we are in 2020. What? (laughs) I'm your host, Estelle Thompson. This series of podcast shows is titled Ground to Grow, Art That Transform. This month, we explore and dive deep in the world of art as a mean of self-healing and transformation. Our theme for our first month of a new decade is a favorite expression of mine, grounding to grow or rooting to rise. And since we are welcoming a whole bunch of new she-questers, woohoo! In the circle this month, I thought it would be the best opportunity for you to really land in your power, in your body, story, beauty, voice, and art, and start this journey from a grounded, earthly plane. And I'll expand later on this. Don't you worry. So as for me, you know, this whole ground to grow philosophy. It really means debunking self-growth in a way and cliche sayings like rising into your best self. Like, you know, what does it mean to rise in our divine femininity and, and magic? What does that really mean? How does that look like? What does it mean to live full and live free? I mean, I feel sometimes we say these things and they all sound great, but I really want to know what they mean and how we, you know, can go about that and how we can transform at a soul level and make the self-connection we so crave. And that's really what SheQuest is about. Um, like, it's really a crust that of everything we do here at SheQuest in regards to connecting to soul. So if you've listened to this podcast more than once, you know I tap with my soul through art and through yoga. And this month, the ground to grow theme really seep in this transformational aspects of art and making art, which is so, so, so often overlooked in our culture. So I hope that through our guest this month, you really get to hear other people talk about, you know, their own art practices and how it's changed them, and and the process as well. So ultimately, my hope is this, that through this show so and the, all the other shows for Grounding to Grow theme this month, that you start seeing that there's a necessity to self-express and know with conviction that art can and does transform. So because being on Chiquest is striving to live aware bold and whole. I want to start with the ritual of, um, you know, I ask, this is the question I ask all the time is the question I wish more people would ask themselves and ask others, what makes me feel alive today? 
And today, as I look out the window, there's fresh, new, fluffy snow. I got a hot, blazing fire with my pooches in front of it, and um, I'm drinking coffee. I mean, what's new? I, I love my second cup of morning coffee. So, before we dive deep in our subject ground to grow art that transform, you might want to check out season one, episode nine of the podcast titled How Saying You're Creative is Bullshit. <laughs> um, and this is an episode where I reiterate the need to give art and self-expression a chance. How we need to remember that as human, we naturally make things and that it's our birthright to make things, that we need more leaders, aka parents, communities, school, hospitals, to take a stand in helping women reclaim their bodies. You know, power, beauty, voice, art, all the five modules we always evolve with at, at Chiquest. Also, episode eight of season two, where I answer the kind of simple yet deep question, what is soul? And make many points on why carving time for soul is the most important work of your life. So these two episodes would be great to, you know, listen or re-listen to just brush up before listening to this one. So I just thought like last week, two back-to-back New Year's class to more than 50 women. (laughs) And it made me so hopeful about the state of the world and its feminine magic. If you don't know what I mean by feminine magic, uh, by the way, go in the SheQuest workbook where I have all the terms laid out for you and explained for you. But you know, as women, we wear many hats. But one hat I know for sure we all wear is that of a creator or creatress. (laughs) My teacher, Lacey Phillips, has this saying that I love so very much. And it says, you are born a creator. Do not minimize that power. And I guess I was impressed being in front of women that showed up with edge to their inner creator and said, fuck it. I have permission to ask for things, to call in things, and to manifest what I want. I have the power to create. There's nothing more inspiring to me than women that, you know, claim this for themselves. But see, we cannot start the work of calling in things if we do not slow down and reflect. So in this yoga class that I thought last week, perhaps the most profound exercise was to go around in a circle and ask everyone what were they grateful for last year in 2019? And then one of their biggest takeaway, and by the way, you know, connecting this way with other humans, that's yoga. (laughs) Did you know, and that's an episode with my brother that I did, that he told us that one of the human's greatest fear is uh uh-uh, public speaking. Seriously, like most of us would rather get hit by a bus than talking in front of people. But guys, doing things out of our comfort zone, that's yoga. Witnessing one another in our trials and tribulation and mistakes and learnings and victories, that's yoga. For me, a circle is as much yoga as your warrior two will ever be. 
but I digress. <laughs> so because, you know, when you know what you've learned and are aware, like when you're aware of your lessons, you can become teachers of those very lessons moving forward in 2020. And this is where the landing and this grounding before growing you know, happens. It's the only way we will grow if we ground, you know, first. Every year when I go into the ritual of looking back at the lessons of my year, it grounds me deeply. Uh, If you have the Chicwes planner this year, my brand new planner that came out in beginning of November, you have the guide to setting yourself a word for the year. And this is a process I love, just love doing. It's amplify the magic and resonance of my whole year. Interrupting this incredibly heart-opening episode to let you know about my new yoga channel. If you're listening to this podcast as a SheQuest member, this feature is included with the Membership Sisterhood community. Yay! More than 10 yoga practices and curated yoga playlists for each class. Classes and programs are being uploaded on a monthly basis. If you aren't part of the membership and would like to try the yoga channel, this option is now available. Use the coupon SheYoga. That's S. H-E-Y-O-G-A, all big letters, to get one month free and tell the women and men you know and love about this stunning opportunity to develop a home yoga practice. SheQuest membership doors will open again in January, but until then, enjoy my yoga channel and say yes to moving, yes to connecting with your body, and yes to SheQuest. Now back to our ever-expanding conversation. And actually at SheQuest, we set ourselves and make ourselves the intentional banner every almost three or four months. Um, But all this to say that if I look back at my year and my year's words, like for example, my year, one of my year was the word bloom and another one of my year was the word bold and another year was all about self-care. Usually, my biggest takeaways and lessons were really linked to that word. So, for example, you know, this year, or 2019, my word was radiance. Um, I wanted to be like, become like so bright, you know, you'd look at me and you'd be like blinded by the light. <laughs> and from this last year, my biggest takeaway was that I cannot be my brightest, most luminous self. If I don't hold myself in the places that are dark and dim, you know, that was my own takeaway. Um, And that takes a lot of self-awareness, you know, but at the same time, it's just asking yourself these simple questions. Like, what did you learn last year? Like, why, why do you do what you do? You know, what, what, what worked for you and, and what doesn't work for you? And that's when the learning comes. So anyways, back to my circle and back to my New Year's class, going around the circle, these boat nights, it was the most beautiful thing to witness everyone's unfolding. The lesson ranged from I became free of a toxic marriage and I learned I could stand on my own to I've learned to give attention to the 
places and people that only bring me alive. I mean, everyone takeaways were so profound and I couldn't help but think that I could relate to everything that was said there on both of these nights. And side note, this is why group share accelerates the learning and the takeaways and the alertness and the awareness. What is shared is perhaps not your story, but the underlying lessons and emotions are the same. When we ground and land in our stories and body, it is our only way we can rise into more of what we want. You know, and to go back to like this thing about like debunking, you know, all these words, kind of new agey slash personal growth kind of words these days we're being fed to, whether it be on social media or like self-help books, like evolve and rise and transcend. Like bottom line, we cannot take flight if, you know, we cannot rise if we haven't been reflecting first, if we haven't been, sometimes I use that word cocooning, right? Like the butterfly was a cocoon first before morphing and metamorphosing into it's more bright and, you know, could take flight. Actually, if you watch my Tommy Tinker documentary, I talk about this too, I think it's episode seven, how we glamorize and um, this take flight. You know, we love butterflies and we love thinking about ourselves as rising. Um, but I say like calling in thing and this like flying is really like 2% of the work. Unearthing our limiting beliefs. Now that's the grunt of, you know, that's the other like 90% of us propelling forward into this new decade. So for example, the lady who got out of her toxic relationship, she had to slash the belief that she couldn't do that. The same with the lady who said, you know, where she plays her attention, like she had to realize that she was giving away her power to things and her energy and her attention to things that like weren't important, therefore were draining her. Another great point in our rising is, you know, connected to the mantra I've decided to set myself as, you know, entering this year. And the mantra is, I am perfect as I am. And I offer it to you as well. You know, I've wasted so much of my life wanting to improve something or fix something or add something, subtract something. I'm so done. I'm so tired. I am perfect as I am. As a mother, I am perfect. As a wife, I'm perfect. As a daughter, I am perfect. My body is perfect. My mind is perfect. I am perfect in all that is imperfect about me. And that makes me invincible at peace, makes me victorious. It's like the biggest exhale of my life when I say it, when I sing it. I'll put the mantra, uh, the song mantra, I am perfect as I am in our show note. You know, again, it's like when I say I'm perfect as I am, it's like getting out of a freshwater pool revived. It's running in cold air with balloons on weekday for no reasons at all, but play. Which, by the way, play is my word this year. Woohoo! <laughs> I am perfect as I am. Just say that internally to yourself. I am perfect 
as I am. Just write it down in your Shikra's journal. I am perfect as I am. Breathing this word, you know, have them tattoo on your heart, on your skin, everywhere. You know, when we ground ourselves in our truth and we tap to our truth long enough, we realize that with deep conviction, I am perfect as I am. So for my first podcast show of 2020, I leave you with this. To self-express what we want moving forward might require more courage and vulnerability than we ever thought. It requires sitting down and reflect back, perhaps sharing it with another Shikras member, you know. More so, self-growth is is linked to self-worth. For example, you know, that lady with the toxic marriage, she had to tell herself, I am worth having a healthy marriage. You know, I'm worth being single. I'm worth having the things I want. The same thing with that other lady who shared about where she was giving attention. You know, she had to tell herself, I am worth only giving my energy to what makes me feel alive today. And in that way, you become the artist of your life's masterpiece and you transform. Yes, she quests. Thrilling magic awaits. Ah, so much newness this month in membership, most especially the start of the um, 112 days of painting meditation that you can find on your art channel. And new to the yoga channel this month is my Ground to Grow Hatha inspired class that you can find on your yoga channel. Make sure you don't miss my new color breathing brand new audio series. Um, The new one that will be this month will be for the color red, which is a grounding color. <laughs> also, a SheQuest member feature of the month while well, you get to meet more deeply the women changing this world one SheQuest month at a time. I'm pumped. I'm so lit up for what's coming. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening and being part of this SheQuest journey. I just, to be grateful, it's like an understatement. Um, I just, I just love you all so much. The quote read at the beginning was from Carrie Newcomer and the music was kindly donated by Jan Grant, a local artist I adore. You can always find me on Estelle.Thompson slash website or Estelle.Thompson on Instagram where I'm most active. Yours in grinding to grow always. Bye, SheQuest. Woo woo!